Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept of money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. Today, we're going to talk about money balance. Everyone talks about saving money all the time, but uh, when do you when are you supposed to spend it? What's the balance supposed to be? So money balance is how much should I save versus how much do you live for today, right? There's the, if you go carpe diem, you only get to seize the day, but we want to be financially responsible about it. So, you know, we need to put some away. So today we're going to talk about what's that balance. And this is going to be different for everyone. You know, there are people, you know, depending on age and, and, you know, how much money you already have, how much, you know, if you have extra money, you know, after you've filled all your other buckets, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. So the case for saving, why do we save? Well, there's lots of good reasons to save. It's mainly for financial security throughout your life. You want to make sure you have enough money set aside that if you get into a situation that you'll have enough money to get through it. Now, this isn't going to be a perfect plan and there, there may, you may not have enough money to do this yet, but it's certainly, I know for me, when I started putting away money and I had a money plan, that it was, it made me feel better. I didn't have to think about it as much. It's, it's amazing when you, when you have a money plan, you don't have to think about money near as often as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. You need to have enough money to retire. That's another reason to save. And if you're not at a retirement age, of course, you want to put a little bit back so that you have money so you don't have to work anymore. If that's what you choose to do, at least not have to work for money. You may still do volunteering and stuff, but you're still going to need enough money to be able to have a little bit of savings, take care of all your essentials, and then whatever wants you want you know, for that luxury of lifestyle or how much luxury you want. Or if you're a minimalist, maybe you don't need very much at all. The third reason to save is an emergency fund. And this is, if you listen to this show, you know I talk about the emergency fund a lot because I think it is the the keystone to everything else. You can't really have a spending plan or, or any sort of you know insurance with money without first building that emergency plan because life's going to happen. Things are going to happen. So that's a reason to save. You need to have an emergency fund in case things go wrong. And they will go wrong eventually. Hopefully not, but... Uh, Chances are it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So having that emergency fund will help cushion that blow and get you back going, hopefully, sooner rather than later. Another reason to save is education or for a skilled trade, right? We've talked about education before. We've talked about college. College probably isn't for everyone. Again, this is this is on an individual level. Some people are meant to be academic. Other people, you know, trade skills. And some people can be both, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a college degree and being an electrician or a plumber or a welder for that matter. So you'll want to save money so that you can continue to learn. And I, and I believe you should be a lifelong learner anyway. It doesn't have to be through formal education or learning new skills. I mean, you can, you can watch YouTube and pick up a lot of cool stuff. You can listen or watch TikTok and, and pick up new stuff. So I think learning overall, but you may need to save for it. There may be some things that you can't do for free or is going to take more of your time and it may take a little bit of money. So that would be a reason to save. Um, another reason is self-insurance, right? For health. If, if you're lucky enough to have a rather large income and you're able to put money aside, insurance is getting more and more expensive. You may get to a point in your life, and this is one thing I've talked to my wife about, where you have enough money kind of set aside to take care of the major things. And maybe you have a policy for like cancer or, you know, something that's really going to be expensive. But those 
day-to-day visits, those annual checkups. I know we don't pay for those right now, but if you need to go for a cough or if you need to get a shot or something like that, maybe you pay cash for those. So that would be another reason to save. If you have a health savings account, then you can also put money in that and let it build. You know, you have to do it through an employer. Usually it's a high deductible insurance plan, but you don't have to use it or lose it. You can continue to have money in there and maybe later on you can use it when you need it. So you don't have to buy as much insurance later on, at least for the small minor things, and you can pay cash for it. So that's a reason to save. And then generational wealth. I know a lot of people that, you know, you can't take it with you, so you might as well have a plan to where your money's going to go. If it's going to be your children or your grandchildren or your favorite charity or, you know, maybe a friend of some or some sort or some cause that you firmly believe in. So that's another reason why you may want to save is you want to make a difference in the world. So or if you want to hand it off to the next generation or if you just, you know, want to make a big splash with your money when when you pass on. So. So what about spending? You know, I know we talk a lot about saving. You know, we're always talking about ways to save and and what we should be saving for and all that kind of stuff. But how about spending? What's the case for spending? Well, the number one is you're never going to be as young as you are right now, today. And some of the activities that you may want to do, you may need to be younger or healthier. And as we get older, we tend to slow down. We don't recover quite as quickly. So If you're going to go climb Mount Everest, you probably want to do that sooner rather than later. So that would be a reason for spending today. So you can kind of seize the moment, that carpe diem, because you'll never be as young as you are right now. Experiences. This is where I'm at in my life with with my family and friends. Uh, I want to do a lot more of the experiences. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of out of the things. I mean, I still buy things, don't get me wrong. But I've gotten to a point where I enjoy spending my money. I'd rather get on an airplane and go meet someone and, you know, have have dinner with them or take a wine train or go catch a football game or a baseball game. Those are some things we've done this year. I've also just gone downtown and and rented a room and acted like I was a tourist in my own town. It, It can be a lot of fun. I enjoy those experiences. You, you can take some pictures and you can reminisce on them. I know I have an app that comes up and says, on this day, this is what you are doing. And uh, I think that's kind of neat, you know, because it helps you remember. It makes me smile. And, um, you know, yeah, it can be a little bit of expensive. But, again, you can't take it with you. So experiences, that's another good reason to go to spend now. Uh, like I said before, you can't take it with you. So, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a gazillionaire or a bazillionaire or whatever you're going to be. And when your time has come and, and you've passed on, there's nothing you can do. So that's another reason why you kind of have to have that balance, right? Spend versus save. You don't want to be so frugal. You're waiting until your retirement years. You're not doing anything. You're not traveling. You're waiting to that. And then all of a sudden you get into bad health and you can't use it and you pass on. I mean, that would be horrible. So think about, you know, taking the time now to have some little pleasures and experiences today. The next is buying quality over quantity. So this is another one that I feel pretty strongly about. In fact, my son gives me a hard time about it. He says, yeah, I mean, I I know you do Apple stuff and it's very expensive. But I mean, if you think about it from a year over year standpoint, I do buy the most expensive phone. I like the iPhone. You know, I just bought the iPhone uh, 13 Pro. It is the top of the line model, but I know I'm going to get five to six years out of it. So I don't buy a phone every year. I'm not one of those that goes and swaps out every year, but I know it's going to be quality. I mean, Apple has done a great job with its support, and I know that even though I'm spending a whole lot of money up front, if you look at it year over year, it's only a few hundred dollars. And people, you know, people that get the new phone every year and they don't get the they get the value phone, they're going to spend that anyway. So 
I saved up a little bit, but I will spend for quality. It's something that's going to last a bit longer. I don't buy cheap, cheaper furniture. I'm going to buy something that I can, it's going to be more of an heirloom than anything else. And, and that's what makes me happy. So I can buy better things, but they're going to last longer in a lot of cases. Not all cases, but in a lot of cases. And then um, another case for, for spending is building assets for generational wealth, right? So this is where you're going to maybe go buy some properties. You know, now that the housing market is starting to cool off a little bit, I know the interest rates, but if you have some money and you can invest it when the market is low or suppressed or when, you know, houses are cheaper, you can buy those assets and then you can start having them generate for you too. So sometimes you have to spend money to make money. And it's not always true, but I mean, in, in this case, if you're buying the right assets and they start working for you, then you won't have to work as hard working for money anymore. So that's another good reason to spend if it's going to put yourself in a position to gain assets. So that's the case for saving and the case for spending. Now, what are some of the tools to keep that balance? Well, the first one I talked about a little bit earlier is the spending plan. You need to develop your spending plan. You need to understand what's coming in and going out. And then you need to understand what you have to work with after the fact. It doesn't always matter what you make. What it what matters is what you keep and how you put what you keep to work for you. So a spending plan is definitely the first tool I would recommend so that you can start seeing that spend versus save money balance. The next thing is savings. It's it's always going to be easier to you know have a savings. I mean, starting with that emergency fund like we talked about before. But if you have some money in the bank, it's gonna it's gonna help keep you in balance. It's gonna be that financial security. You want to make sure you know you have your essentials in order. That you've got uh, everything you need to to you have to live the food, clothing, shelter part of your spending plan. You want to keep that to whatever you need to keep your life to maintain your lifestyle. If you're a minimalist, it's going to be probably far lower. If you're someone who likes to to live a little bit larger, or you have a family, or you need a larger place because you have a lot of kids and such, then you'll have to check those essentials too. But that's going to affect your balance going forward as well. And then the next is wants, right? And wants is what's left over after you have your savings and your essentials. You know, then you can start working on your wants. And your wants is really what's going to drive you. That's the thing. Like you know, for me, it's experiences and buying quality stuff. But I'm I'm only able to do that if I can take care of those first couple of buckets. If I have my savings in order and I have my essentials in order, you know, you, even if you pay off a house or something like that, then you can start putting a little bit more money into the wants after you got the basics covered. And that's where you you get the quality of life. That's that's where you get to choose. Hey, you know what? I don't feel like eating today. I'm going to eat out, and it, it doesn't even bother you because it's part of your spending plan, and you can take care of it. You don't have to worry about how am I going to pay for this later on or, or months down the road, or especially how I'm going to buy this and then you know buy it now, pay for it later, and then have to worry about that and have that weigh on you the entire time. Uh, the emergency fund, of course, that's always start there. I mean, if you ask me, if you what's one thing you're going to take away from this podcast, it's always going to be: Do you have an emergency fund? Get that emergency fund started if you don't have one. And then finally, fund money. Fund money has been one of the secret sauces in my spending plan. Uh, my wife and I both get fund money. You can call it an allowance. You can call it what you want. But it's the don't ask, don't tell money. If, if I've got it and, and i got some money in my pocket and I want to go eat lunch, it's, it's no big deal. There's none of these uh, episodes where you go to the ATM, someone takes a couple hundred bucks out, and the other one's like, why'd you do that? We don't have enough money to do that. I was going to spend that for something else. No, this is, this is fun money. And this is stuff that you, you know, it's, it's your own personal money, but also you can put it together. 
and we have a fun money account where we do trips, right? It's kind of mostly for trips or for things fun around the house that we want to do, right? Maybe it's an upgrade of one of the rooms, I know. Remodeling is not always fun, but, you know, some of the things we want and we want to do it, and we call that a fun money account. It's several names you can have for it, but overall, in the end, I mean, money is just a tool, right? You want to make sure you have enough of it set aside to make you feel comfortable, but you also don't want to hoard it. You know, it's okay to be frugal. It's okay to take, you know, take time to make decisions long term, but don't get too caught up in it. You, you still need to kind of live for now, and you want to make sure that you're building experiences and you're teaching your kids because they're going to emulate you. You can tell them all you want, but at the end of the day, I think the, the science kind of shows that they're going to emulate you more than anything else. So don't be frugal to the point where no one wants to hang out with you. You know, Be generous. Make sure you're taking care of other people. Uh, I know I don't always talk about tipping, but if someone does a good service, give them a little extra. It's going to make them smile. It'll make you feel better. And... and like I said, it's just a tool. You need enough of it to make you feel good, but you also want to use it so that you have great experiences and things going forward. So money balance. I think this is very important. It's, it's a, a soft part of money that people don't really talk about. It's not really the hardcore, what do you do? I did give you some tools, the spending plan. Make sure you got the three buckets in line, savings, essentials, and wants, emergency fund. And then, of course, you need that fun money because, hey, this is life and we want to have fun. Reach out to me. Tell me what you think. I mean, do you feel like you have money balance? Uh, are, are there any things that I missed? Please let me know. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Sean Townley. And then, of course, my website, seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.